Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. We're back and better than ever. All eyes are on the gridiron as teams are back on for another football season. As always, Bet Online is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. With a new updated site and interface, even more odds, props, and contests, Bet Online continues to be the number one source for everything football. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Don't forget to use your promo code BLEAVE to receive your bonus. From football, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. Bet Online, where the game starts. At the 15, at the 10, at the 5, still going. Look at the goal. goal line. Bullseye. It's a Buffalo touchdown. Hello there, my friends. Welcome back to another edition of Bullseye, the UB Bulls football podcast. I'm your host, Kyrie Demos, and today we've got a special guest. We've got left tackle Jake Fusek of the Buffalo Bulls. How's it going today, Jake? Going great. You know, going great. What's going on? Uh, sun's out. Well, actually, it's starting to rain now a little bit. I'm drinking stuff. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Love to hear it. I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure you wouldn't want to be spending your uh, 24th birthday doing anything else. I'm at my favorite coffee shop talking, you know, past football experience and everything that's going on right now. So it's, it's a good day. It's a good day. Awesome, man. Awesome. So, you know, just, just talking about the season, you know, obviously you guys got a huge win on Saturday, um, being able to, you know, come back against Ohio and, you know, it was a, what a, what a wild game it was. And, you know, being down 21 zip in the first, but to be able to end the game on that 17 0 run in the fourth quarter. So, you know, obviously coming in, you guys knew how crucial the game would be, but for you guys to be able to pull the win out, especially just thinking about the start that you guys had, just thoughts on, uh, what, what that performance was like. No, I mean, you know, uh, the past two weeks, we've we've climbed ourselves out of a hole. You know, like Kent, I feel like we, we, we're, we're playing in a way that we, you know we've never played before. Mm-hmm. Came back down twenty one. Sydney happened with Ohio. Came back down twenty one. Um, so I I would like to not have this conversation again about coming out, <laughs> coming back from being down twenty one. Right. Um, but no, I think that speaks to our team's toughness, and it only show, goes to show how much trust we have in each other and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I feel really good where we're at. It's just you know we, we got to click. We got to start playing complementary with each other on all phases of the game, from offense to defense, defense special teams, special teams to offense, and so on and so forth. So um, you know, I feel like uh, we're there. We just gotta. It's just that you know that little bit, little bit extra effort, effort we gotta get. So. For sure, that's important. But like you mentioned, you know, I think for you guys to be able to show that resolve and to be able to battle back is just as important. You know, obviously it's not ideal um, having to come back, but for you guys to do so, 
Um, and it just shows that, you know, the type of team that you guys have. So, um, just, just thinking about the, the 2021 season overall, you know, you guys have been able to really establish something new under coach Mo and for him and his staff, you know, they've really been trying to get their footing with everything. So for you, what has it been like learning under those guys, especially being able to play under coach Matt Stansfield and, uh, James O'Hagan with the line? No, I mean, you know, uh, Coming in with new coaches, it's always it's always you're always a little nervous, you know. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, I, I this is the first time that I've experienced like a new position coach. Uh, excuse me, this is the second time I experienced a new position coach, so it wasn't too unfamiliar to me. But like as far as new head coach and you know like the face value stuff, but all all that stuff is new to me. And so it's nerve wracking, you know. But um, the amount of effort that these coaches put in, um, you know, like, it's very selfless. You know, the work they do is very selfless. It's not like, you know, we're trying to get um, right, you know, so you guys get right and then, you know, we'll get out of here in three years. It's not like that, you know. Um, it's they want to, they want to, they want to nurture the program. They want to keep it on the track that it's heading right now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and like Coach Stansfield, I think he's a savant of, of, you know, scheme and run blocking and, pass blocking and stuff like that. He's, he's very knowledgeable of the game and, you know, Jimmy O'Hagan's, um, you know, uh, experiences and, and his resume speak for itself, you know? Um, mm-hmm. and so having that kind of two headed dragon in the O-line room is, is, is amazing. Um, and you know, with a leader like coach Mo, you know, you want to play for, him, you know, um, you don't, you don't, you don't, you don't play for him, but you want to like go out there and like perform, you know, because of him. You know, and that makes you want to play that much better. So I'm really, I'm really fortunate to have these coaches as my last, you know, college coaches. Absolutely. Yeah. No, just, just talking about Coach Mo, you know, even when I was there, um, you know, he was our DB's coach. So to think, you know, he just still continues on that, that intensity. And I think, um, guys, I think players respect you know, guys who have been in those same shoes, you know, having been a former player himself. And, you know, obviously, like you mentioned with Coach Stansfield, um, Coach Mo's uh, resume speaks for itself, too. So, you know, it's great to see, you know, yes, this is a young staff. This is a staff that is trying to establish some some footing. But at the same time, too, there are some some heavy hitters that are still on the staff and um, seem to be leading you guys in the right direction. Definitely. No, I mean, Coach Mo, you know, like I, him and I have talks at night and just to run through the day, what we can do better and stuff like that. And, you, know, you can tell the guy knows what he's doing. And, 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 and have a guy that's as relatable as he is, you know, like there's there's no reason you can't accomplish everything we need to and he can't accomplish everything that, that he needs to. For sure. And you, you talked a little bit about, you know, just the, the type of dynamic you have with Coach Mo and especially you being one of the co-captains on the team and just the, the status you have on the team as a, as a sixth year player. For you, you know, what has the process been like to become a leader? You know, now here in your sixth year, obviously, you know, I'm sure when you first signed up uh, to play college football, I'm sure you didn't expect to be playing, you know, a sixth season. No, definitely not. You know, I think that in life, every time, you know, you expect something to happen, it never happens, and everything you don't expect to happen typically happens. I think it's Murphy's Law. Is that what that is? That what that yeah, is? Um, I think that, yeah. You know, yeah. It's, it's, you know, so I'm, you know, uh, I, I, I make up my life as it goes along, you know. Mm-hmm. I just kind of ride, ride the waves, um, you know, and, and, and steer best, steer the ship the best way I know, I know how. Um, so coming back and, you know, Having so much experience, um, you know, like like I, I was saying this earlier, but uh, like I, this this morning I realized that I played with um, t- 
10 different ages of people, right? So I played with people who were born in 1992 and I played with people who were born in 2002, you know, mm-hmm. and that's just, it gives me so much perspective on how to talk to people, what to say to them, what works for them, what doesn't, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, as a leader, you know, like I hope that, um, you know, a kid that looks at me and uh, like, you know, I hope he doesn't see the, you know, like the all Mac tackle or, you know, like I hope he sees someone that, you know, um, will, will, you know, crawl through the mud with him and for him um, so he, he, he can succeed. You know, I, I hope you see someone that, um, you know, if anything, experience has experienced, you know, almost everything you can experience on a college football team, you know, the highest, the highest, and the lowest, the lowest, you know, um, and, uh, you know, I, I just hope they understand that, you know, I, 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 there's nothing that we can do that I haven't already experienced, you know, so. For sure. Yeah. Just let's, let's go through that. You know, you, you talked about the highs and lows, you know, you come in, um, highly touted, uh, high school pros, uh, prospect, you know, being able to come right from Williamsville South, you know, so not too far down the road. So, for you, you know, you got to sit really and learn. And, you know, for those of you out there who don't know, Jake actually came in as a defensive lineman. So for you to come in as a defensive lineman, sit and learn and things like that, you know, what was that process like here uh, in your early UB days? I mean, you know, um, if you, whatever you want to do with your life, you have to, like, just – you're going to take turns that you don't expect and you got to make the most of them, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, I, I have friends and people on the team who, um, you know, were willing to go the extra mile for me and teach me how to do stuff. Jimmy O'Hagan being one of those people, you know, um, (laughs) you know, I even learned from my peers, you know, like Jack Plank, um, uh, you know, like he, he knew the playbook with the back of his hand. I think like the first month we were here, you know, and, um, you know, when I made the transition from O-line to D-line, you know, talking with him, learning from him um, is, you know, like what he's done for me as a friend is, you know, I, I can't really put into words, you know. And so he's uh, uh, just stuff like that. You know, it, it kind of goes without saying how grateful I am um, to have been uh, around some of the friends that, that, that I have been. But for the most part, you know, um, they just, you know, they do what people should and that it sounds maybe that sounds kind of selfish, but like if somebody needs help, you should help them. You know, I I, I live my life by the same way. Yeah, you got to help those who help you. You know, you got to take care of those who take care of you. So that's something that anybody in any facet of life uh, should be able to apply to their, um, you know, as a mentality of theirs. So. Um, just just talking about, you know, for you, you, you made that switch um, to the offensive line uh, going into the 2018 season. So, you know, did you play any offensive line at all in high school? Sorry, I think I hit the space bar by accident. No worries. I actually, um, I actually, I, I did. I did. I played O-line longer than I played D-line. Um, gotcha. And I was offered by ODU in West, in West Point um, and uh, UConn to actually play O-line. Um but uh, UV wanted me as a deep, deep tackle, and so, and I didn't pick UB because of that. I just picked UB because I felt it was the best fit for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, like you know, um, I didn't really care what I wanted to play. You know, mm-hmm. I, th- I th- defense is a little more fun, but offense uh, is, is a little. Um, it's, it's 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 fits me more. You know, um, gotcha. so uh, yeah. No, I think. Um, 
and I'm happy with, with how it turned out, obviously. But uh, like I, I definitely my experience in high school with Coach um, Krasansky, what I learned from him and his staff is, um, you know, like just, uh, just about everything you would need to know before you go to college. For sure. Yeah. You know, I actually wanted to, to ask you about that. Um, you know, before we get any deeper into your UB tenure, because it's nice that, you know, you've played so much on the back end of your career. We definitely can get to it then. So um, for you to have the experience you did in high school, you know, for your starter and like you mentioned, um, Coach K, you know, shout out to Coach K. He was my all-star game coach. So, you know, definitely um, have a lot of love for that man. So, you know, for you, you know, what was it like to be able to have the, the experiences that you did? You know, uh, South is definitely one of the one of the better um, Class A programs in all of Western New York. So, um, what was that experience like for you, especially being able to win the Trench Trophy and um, you know just being able to set yourself up to stay right here at home, uh, going to UB? Yeah, you know, um, you like Coach K. He's the type of guy that I, I'll go over to his house on Christmas Eve and mm-hmm. talk with him and stuff. Like that's the type of man he is. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a mentor. He's a father figure to me. Um, mm-hmm. He's someone that will, uh, you know, not only go the extra mile, but go maybe another 10 for you. Um, and, uh, you know, just, just, just someone that I'm incredibly grateful to have in my life, you know? Um, and in South, yeah, my parents actually met at Williamsville South. Nice. Um, so when I went there, uh, you know, I, I didn't really think like, Oh, I'm destined to go to the school. It's kind of, we live in the area. So it was like, all right, you know, I'll just, you know, I'll go to South. Yeah. Um, but, uh, no, I mean, like, South is a special place in my heart. And playing for somebody like Coach Krasansky, who is, you know, I would say one of the more legendary coaches in Section 6 football. Um, the Trench Trophy, you know, like, it, it, that, it's great and all, you know. But um, I needed, you know, coaching to get there. And uh, they, they did everything they could to get me to get me ready for that and the next level. For sure. Now, um, you you obviously have made your way here at UB and you, you touched briefly on some of the schools um, that you were talking with, but you know, what were the, some of the other schools that you were considering um, after graduation? Sure. So I, I, my dream school is Northwestern. So had they, had they given me an op, a walk on opportunity or, or a scholarship offer, I would have definitely been there at the time. Yeah. Um, but um, I, I was choosing between really ODU, um, UB and UConn. Um, uh, they, although, all, all, like, OD is really, it's, it was a cool school, like, right in Virginia, you know, um, UConn, UConn, and West Point, too. And I didn't really, military life didn't really um, call me. Um, but, uh, you know, I, like, I, I was going to go to UConn, and then I went there, and I didn't really feel too good about it anymore. You know, I felt, mm-hmm. um, like, uncomfortable, you know. And then I went, when I was at the official visit with UB, talking with the coaches and, you know, friends whom I now call family, you know. Um, it definitely felt like the best fit, and that's why I stayed there. You know? Most definitely, yeah. It's honestly ironic that you know all those schools that you were considering, and those have all been UB opponents um, over the last decade. So it's pretty cool to to be on the other side of things with that. Definitely, definitely, yeah. I made the right choice. For sure. I agree. So, you know, fast forwarding then, obviously, first couple of years, really still finding your way in the program. You know, then you move from D-line to O-line. Then 2019 comes around. You're able to, you know, get into the lineup um, some. And then 2020 really was when you started to break things out. So for you, you know, what was it like 
to be able to just continue trusting that process. You know, I know a lot of kids, I mean, I'm, I'm an example of it myself. You know, I transferred after my freshman season at UB. You know, a lot of kids um, aren't willing to continue to, to chop the wood if, you know, they're not getting the playing time that they want right away and things like that. So for you, what was it like to be able to keep grinding and keep pushing until you made your way? Yeah, no, I think, um, you know, I – I think you should transfer. There's two reasons you should leave the school. This mm-hmm. is just my own opinion. You know, I think that if you know you're never going to play there, you know, mm-hmm. like if you have Chase Young and, you know, like Ezekiel Khalil, Elliott, Mack. Khalil Mack in front of you, you <laughs> right. know, like, like get out. You know, like, you know, so I think there's that sense of, um, like, realism involved with it. And, you know, and then I think that's what the portal's there for, is for right. people that, want a better opportunity. Um, but, uh, you know, but and then the other, the other reason is I feel like if, if you're someone that is struggling mentally um, to being away from home or um, maybe not in love with football as much as you thought you were, or you, you just mm-hmm. don't feel like you're, you're healthy from a mental standpoint, I think then I think you should leave, you know, um, I, I think you should find a place that makes you um, happy and safe and comfortable, you know, um, but I, I think that, you know, nowadays the portal kind of makes everybody like, um, wonder, you know, it's like, oh, what if, it, it, you know, like, what if I did this? Maybe like, if you, if you, if you, if you like a girl a lot, you know, and you start dating her, you don't think about other girls, you know what I'm right. saying? Um, and if you, and if you did, then and you chose the wrong girl to begin with, you know? Right. Um, and, uh, you know, so I think that, I think that there's something to be said about a guy I look at Jack Clank, right? He was a walk-on, wasn't promised anything, you know, stayed the course, worked hard, got put on scholarship about a year and a half ago, and is now, I would say, one of the, one of the, more, one of the better guards in the MAC. Um, and, uh, you know, like, you don't, you don't need to, you know, like, like, you have to make, like, because sometimes there's, like, a coach, I mean, I don't, I'm not, I've never considered transferring, transferring, so it's like, I can't really tell you how that works and stuff. But like, yeah. if you're playing really, really well and the coaches just won't play you because there's other people playing really, really well. Right. They'll probably have a conversation with you. Like, Hey, listen, you know, like we have a ton of guys in this position that can play. You can play here. Um, you know, um, but you know, if you want to leave it, we can help you out with that, you know? Um, and you know, coach Mo, I think he's handled that situation really well. Cause I think that he's, he's been like, you know, if you want to leave, leave, you know, like, like don't, don't stick around. We're not going to beg you to stay if you yeah. played so much for us last season. You know, right. um, like just leave. You know, we'll we'll bring in people that that that, that need to be here. You know, um, and uh, you know, so I think that what comes along with um, you know transferring and, and, and like wanting to transfer and, and stuff like that. Like the transfers we've gotten this season have been you know lights out for us. You know, I think right. Josh Rogers. I think. Uh, yeah, uh, you know, like Damien, I think it, um, Jamarcus, know, like Pulsive, Jamarcus, you know, I mean, the list goes on and on, you know, like, and they're stepping up in a big way. And I think we're meshing really quickly too with, mm-hmm. with those people. Um, and, uh, you know, like, and they know, they know, like, and I, and I, they, they have given, they have my trust and they know who, who to bring in, you know, and so, um, I just feel like, uh, I feel like, you know, it, it's a man's world, you know, and if, and if you, like you feel like you have better opportunities somewhere else, then I think you should pursue that, you know, but it's, you know, we'll win with the people we have, you know? 
For sure. Um, so for you, you know, you got to be a part of the, you know, historic 2020 team and we're an integral part of that team. And, you know, obviously the, the heights that you guys reached as a, as a program, you know, were tremendous, but, um, you know, just obviously getting to the season was a mess. You know, you talk about things ending with spring ball prematurely. And then, you know, there was a point where the Matt conference was like, we're not even going to play games this fall. So to be able to have the 2020 season that you guys did and being able to, you know, make another run um, with a berth into the conference uh, title game and winning another bowl game, you know, just what was that entire process like for you? No, I think, um, you know, like my closest friends, my years there stayed, you know, we all, we all knew how good we were, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, But you know, at the end of the day, like we didn't win, you know, like, like, mm-hmm. and I mean, you had to think, cause you had to be like, why, why we had all the talent we could ever want, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I honestly don't have an answer for that. Cause I feel good. Like it was a good season, but like, that mm-hmm. you know, like, you know what MJ said, or forget who said it, it doesn't mean anything without a ring. You know what I'm saying? Right. And, um, like, you know, I'm happy we got Jarrett, um, or Jarrett got himself in that position. Mm-hmm. To you know, play but the next level. I'm happy Malcolm is you know like like did enough to warrant a pretty high draft pick. You know, yeah. happy for Coyote. You know, who lent himself on, on a practice squad. You know, like Tones bouncing around team to team. We did enough for those guys for me to feel happy. But you know, at the end of the day, like we didn't we didn't get it done. You know, and so we have to we have to really think and and, and, and kind of buy into what what we feel like is championship culture because we don't know what that is yet. You know, and so I, but I, I do think Coach Mo has championship, a championship mindset, and um, I'm eager to see where that takes us. For sure, yeah, no, I, you know, I mean, I, to be honest, I, I appreciate the frankness on it because, you know, there were a lot of highs. There were a lot of highs. I mean, finishing as a top 25 team, and you know, being able to finish the regular season undefeated, like I mentioned, you know, back-to-back bowl wins. But like you said too. At the end of the day, too, you know, you guys were favored going into the Mac title game. So, you know, it was that much more disappointing just knowing that you guys had the talent, you guys had the group. It looked like that was going to be the team that everybody, you know, looks back on as like, man, that, that 2020 UB team. So I appreciate, you know, the honesty um, on your on your feelings about that situation. Thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, but, you know, you, you mentioned him already, you know, Jared Patterson, obviously, you know, phenomenal player for the Bulls um, in his tenure, but, you know, everybody knows about the 400 yard game and the eight touchdowns and everything. And, you know, it's, it's funny. People forget that. I mean, the guy had 300 yards the week before too, but, um, you know, just the simple fact that you guys as a unit were, I mean, will forever be etched in history because of that performance with him. You know, what was it like um, for you all that day, but also, too, for you and the rest of the line to be able to, you know, produce the way you guys did for Jarrett and Kevin and, you know, the rest of the guys on offense as well? Yeah. No, I mean, I, I we played well, you know, but, I mean, at the end of the day, like, um, we, we, made, we still made mistakes. You know, we, mm. we still, we still um, could have played, could have done plays better, mm-hmm. you know. But I, you know, but what happens on when you have when you have a run game like that is that if, if I miss a block, right, mm-hmm. Clank knows how to pick it up, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, if if Jarrett misses a cut, you know, like um, Gall knew how to pull and you know get a guy in a position where he can, you know, like he can make the cut, you know. Like we knew how we knew we knew what we needed to do to get Jarrett to get 
myself to get Coyote in, in a position to win and how to counteract any sort of like um, um, difficulties we may um, be faced with. But so, I, you know, like we, we played well. Um, we played well, you know, uh, but I do think that there was definitely some times where it, there was frustration, confusion, you know, and I think that, um, you know, we, we were just a tight group, you know, we, we weren't anything special. We weren't um, like some insanely massive team with crazy, you know, like pro day numbers and stuff. You know, we were just dudes that just played with each other and knew how to play with each other, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's almost like, um, you know, I mean, shoot. You, so what I'm hearing is you guys could have had, you know, well over 400. Um, you guys could have been trending up five, 600. If, if things had of, if you guys were able to cut some of those mistakes down. Essentially. Oh, I mean, yeah. I mean, like just the way they were playing their defense that day. Mm -hmm. um, we, we just knew how to, we just knew how to run against it, you know? And so, um, there's a couple blocks, like a couple outside zone plays where, you know, Jared missed a cut or Kevin missed a cut or, you know, whatever. I, you know, we, we, we could have, we could have easily got, we could easily got more. I mean, mm -hmm. for sure. Now, you know, just fast forwarding to this year, you know, you guys obviously um, being able to get the win that you guys did Saturday against Ohio, you know, put you guys in a good position uh, moving forward. And, you know, just looking ahead uh, to the Akron matchup, you know, just what are your thoughts there with the zips um, on the schedule? Um, I would say this. It's like, you know, the way the Mac is structured this year, right? Mm -hmm. Um. You could you could be seven and zero right now and play a bad game and, and get your freaking teeth knocked in, you yeah. know, lose by twenty, you know. Mm -hmm. um, so I think the MAC, especially this year, it's 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 how disciplined can we be at any given time. So mm -hmm. if we if we execute execution, if we execute properly, I don't believe that there's a team that can play up to our speed. But if we don't execute and we don't play together, you know, we can get blown out just as easily. You know, mm -hmm. um, so I think that that's the trick. You know, I think we have to go into Akron knowing knowing what to do, trusting in the scheme, trusting in one mm -hmm. another, and mm -hmm. then I think that you know we'll be in a position to win. No doubt, yeah. You know, and I'm glad you 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 mentioned that because, you know, I, I personally think like you know everybody looks at the schedule. Oh man, Akron, they're two and four, whatever the case is, right? And people just automatically assume assume or two and five, I believe. They automatically assume. Oh, okay, well, UB should roll. But like you mentioned, you know, everybody's got to be able to still execute. You know, you can have as much talent as you want to in the world, but at the end of the day, if you guys aren't clicking on all cylinders, you know, a team that you should quote unquote beat up on, you know, can get you any day of the week. And like you oh, said, that conference specials. So, alrighty. So, yeah, just before before I um, get you out of here, just want to ask you some quick hitter questions. Um, sure. First one is, you know, who would you say is your favorite all time UB teammate? Chris Ford. Really? That you yeah. know what's funny? I I played with Chris. He was in my recruiting class. So, you guys' personalities are very similar. So I could see that. Uh, I could see yeah. that. He um he was something of a big brother to me. Um, he got me through some tough times. Um, you know, he was a mentor. He was a good example of how to be at some times. He was a good example of how not to be um, <laughs> sometimes. And, uh, you know, he, he, like that's the best thing I can describe it as. He was a big brother. You know, like he, he was someone that, um, you know, 
that I, that I, I still text for almost weekly, you know, mm-hmm. um, and uh, you know I don't see him enough anymore, but but definitely. Chris. Yeah, shout out to Notlocks. <laughs> um, so you know, just next question is, you know, would you rather have a game winning? Um, would you have a would you rather have a game winning pancake block, or would you have a rather have a game winning um, pass block um, you know, on a you know thirty five forty yard touchdown pass? Yeah, um, hmm. I'd say pass block. Really? Okay. Yeah, and the reason why is because um, old linemen, we're not supposed to get notoriety. We're not supposed to. We're not supposed to get our highlights um, on any sort of uh, ESPN reel. And if mm-hmm. I hit somebody really hard and you know, uh, Duff or runs runs for twenty into the end zone, you know, mm-hmm. um, I'll, it's too much. That's too much glam glam for me. It's too much, uh, you know, limelight. I, I, you know, like blocking, giving Kyle. You know, getting a really good outside hand and then hunkering down and getting my hands tight on a on a, on a DN um, who's trying to you know rip Kyle's face off and then have Kyle throw a forty yard bomb for a touchdown is just as satisfying. I I personally agree. I know a lot of others in the O line community might not, but <laughs> as a former O lineman, I, I second that. You know, pass blocking Thank is you. the way to go for sure. Yeah. Um, now for you, you know, another question I wanted to ask is. Um, you know, just for you to be able to um, get to this point in your career, you know, is there a specific pregame tradition, ritual that you stick with um, each week? Yeah, no. Um, so I, I have two things I would say that, that stick out in my head. Okay. Um, I always, you ever seen the movie Gladiator when he rubs dirt on his hands? Oh, of course. Yeah. yeah. So every every game since I was in, since I saw the movie, right, whether mm-hmm. it was playing hockey or whatever, I always did that. I always would grab turf or dirt or ice or whatever and just kind of rub it in my hands and that just kind of let me know like um you know like just kind of get my hands dirty that's that's how i grew up you know just get my hands dirty and stuff so um there's that and then i always try to i always try to um i I believe that if i get too hyped up or or too uh too too psych too too much in a psychotic state i make mistakes i play out of character um you know, I'm the type of guy that needs to be level-headed and um, like calm when I enter you know, when I when I enter a storm or a battle or anything. So I always try to I always try to like you know think of my mom and just kind of um, you know my parents and stuff and listen to kind of soothing kind of like low 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 fi music, you know, um, just to kind of like get me locked in, you know, um, give me to stay where I can I can execute properly. Gotcha, gotcha. And, you know, like you mentioned, lo-fi music, is there a go-to song or artist that you need to listen to pregame? Yeah, no. Um, so I'm big into anime. Um, okay. And so I'll, I have like a ton of anime soundtracks that I listen to before the game. But as, as soon as I go out there, um, I typically like listen to um, like uh, like One Piece lo-fi. So just kind of okay. like really soothing, like um, – almost like cafe music. Right. But mm-hmm. it, it just, um, cause I think that if like, I can go out there and, you know, dry block, put anybody in the ground, you know, but, um, if I play out a technique and, you know, miss my assignment because I'm trying to rip somebody's face off, like nobody's winning there, you know? And so, um, I try to keep, um, you know, as level headed and calm as possible and, um, you know, have fun, you know, have fun, with, you know, 
For sure, for sure. I like that. You know, shout out to all the anime fans out there. And, you know, last but not least, you know, big 2-4 today. You know, what's the big plans for your birthday? <laughs> um, You know, uh, I think I'm going to go work out. Um, I think I'm going to go. Might get a, might get a pizza. Nice. You know, um, I think, you know, birthday's more for, for my mom and my dad, you know. Um, I th- you know, not, 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 I mean, I'm happy. I'm happy to be around. You know what I'm saying? Right, of course. But um, you know, uh, I, I'm just spending time with them. I guess. You know? For sure. No, I I totally agree with that. I just turned 26 last week, so I can attest uh, to that. Um, you know, I worked on my birthday, and my mom was like, "Oh, like, you know, what are you doing?" I'm like, "I'm going to the gym after work." Like, yeah. You know, like, you know, tape day in the life of you know being a being a grown up now celebrating yep. birthday. So. Yep. Alrighty, Jake. Well, it's been a pleasure, my friend, and it's been a pleasure to watch you over the years. And, um, you know, especially, you know, for those of you who don't know, I actually got to do a story with Jake a few years back, you know, just chronicling his, um, he had a, a health condition that was really found, um, under, in a, you know, pretty unique circumstance. And, you know, someone who means a lot to me, um, who was a part of my uh, recruiting class with Solomon Jackson. So to be able to see a former teammate of mine lose his life in the program to seeing someone like yourself who, you know, had an opportunity to play in the program um, given to you because of something that was early detected. I really, you know, just thank God that he provided that opportunity for you. So, um, yeah, no. So like solo, um, I, I, I knew solo, very, um, he was one of my hosts for mm. officials and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. And his parent, his father, still, still know. I don't, I don't talk to him or call him, but every time he's here, he knows who I am. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know, he would always, um, whenever, whenever I, whenever I would, uh, you know, be watching workouts or practice, whatever, just kind of waiting to find out what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, I would always just kind of like walk by his locker and kind of give it, give him a nod and stuff. And, um, you know, and thankfully, uh, you know, I, I would say that because of what happened to him, um, I'm able to be in this this position right now. Um, you know, if I could trade, I mean, of course, you know, I, I, we all would rather him around. But um, yeah, you know, I'm grateful that you know that that happened. Yeah, most definitely. You know, it, hey, oftentimes, you know, the the good in this world comes out of you know tragic situations. So. And being able to take advantage of that. I'm just so happy that you got that chance. So thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. That. You're very welcome. Alrighty. So for Jake Fusak, this is Kyrie Demos. Um, and to let you all know, this episode was brought to you by Bet Online, your favorite online sports book. Um, this is Kyrie Demos signing off from Bullseye. Take care, my friends, and horns up. Yes, sir.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.